Welcome to the Good Bad Gang. It's Sosier with LD. Hi. Whoop, whoop whoop, episode 11. Doesn't it sound weird when he introduces it? Man, I think they, I think they love it. Yeah, yeah. Highest rated. Highest rated pod anytime I open it up. <laughs> you wish. Yeah, yeah. There's no stats to back it or, or not back it. So Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode with the lovely LD. I've introduced the show already. And now. the annoying sauce. Oh, wow. <laughs> How was your week? Good, good, good. Let's get into it. Got a lot of juicy stuff to talk about. We do. Yeah, so you guys, something weird is going on in the Caribbean. So this week on Bella Ninja, I saw an article about how at the age of 12, girls suddenly turn into boys. And I'm like, what? So this article was claiming that apparently, you know, like the biological changes that happen when you're in your mommy's belly, where you're not, where doctors are able to identify you as a boy or a girl. For the boys, it doesn't happen. So they give birth to them. They have, they look like girls. They have all the parts that seem girly. Then by the time they turn 12, they now start to develop like boy parts. So pretty much the development that should have happened while they were in the womb happens 10 years after. So it's kind of freaky because then it just one it just makes you wonder. Obviously, like some of these girls probably felt like they were in the wrong body or they should be guys and everything. And then next thing they become guys. So it kind of makes you wonder about transgenders. Like trans transgenders argue that they don't feel like the sex that they're they were born in, right? So they want to change. So it kind of makes you think maybe there's a claim to it. What it's an interesting it's an interesting article when you read it so obviously there's a lot of caveats that they put into it so it's like it's a, gen- a genetic disorder mm. in an isolated caribbean village right causes little girls to turn into boys so obviously they're trying to let you know that it's still a very one in a million type chances stuff happening in some little town so it's not something they're ready ready to spread worldwide or call it like a absolute theory but usually all of this stuff starts with like in a, a little kernel somewhere and you know people learn to get more from it. What I found interesting about the whole stuff was like the um because you sent to me was a Bella Ninja, you know, article. Not by by them, but that's where the source they, that's where they aggregated the news from, right? So but the comments was was all freaked me out, right? So some people were like, Oh, it's this this genetic disorder they're talking about is some kind of experiment from the Western world to um, promote their trans um, transsexual transgender um, agenda transsexual agenda while some people were like is the this is the end days Jesus is coming soon these are the you know you know why some other people obviously say it's science and this backs up the um, the transgender agenda and some people say it's voodoo yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why simple mm. says end days. This, this is signs of end days are coming, whatever it is. But it's really interesting because I think about it this way. Like now, if if I'm in Nigeria, right, and I have a kid, right, and the kid is when I get to the hospital, they tell me it's a girl, and twelve years and twelve years down the road, all of a sudden those girl parts are becoming guy parts, right? Because essentially what they say is that the, the genetics other causes what when the testosterone was supposed to like explode in your system when you're in the womb which turns you either a girl or a boy because at a certain stage in the womb you have the propensity to become either sex right it's that explosion of testosterone that makes you a boy versus a girl so this genetics all that just delays that till when they get to like 12 then they get this testosterone explosion and they get this um, milk organ starts growing. So if imagine you be in Nigeria and it happens to you, are you going to say they've come from you? People in my village, you start pressing buttons. What sort of something? Are you going to go to church and you start praying it away? Or will people accept that, okay, there's some ge- genetic um, this um, genetic um, disorder that's going on or whatever it is? It kind of freaks my mind because when I think about it, where in Nigeria, people actually killed twins because they couldn't understand they couldn't understand it like people so they just kill twins like it was freaky like and they have two people of the same um look coming from somebody and they thought it was something till who is it was the, the mary celestia remembered mary slesso mary slesso who came and ended the killing of um 
of twins, which is incredible. And funny enough, what also took me back to, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm rambling a little bit, was was like, um, oh, <laughs> I'm saying it again. That's what you get when you start, guys. Tune into the ramblings of Sos. Maybe we should, you know, have a segment for the ramblings of Sos. But um, yeah, it was kind of freaky because I'm just thinking, as a mother, I think I would freak out, especially when um your child has grown up knowing one thing and then the next thing you have to now reteach them and well not reteach them everything but you know you have to kind of be there for them because obviously i can imagine the children also freaking out when one day you're a girl and the next day you wake up and you see something like between your legs or that kind of thing how do you handle it if you have a kid and the kid comes to you and tells you you have a girl and you said mommy i don't feel like a girl i feel like a boy what 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 do you do? I feel like my first question would be like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> like, yeah, like, mommy, I don't feel like a girl. I want to be a boy. I want to wear boys' clothes. But you know, there's I a difference between like I want to and I feel like I should be. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Okay. Because like some of us girls were tomboys when we were young. It wasn't because we, we just felt like we liked dressing like guys and everything. It didn't mean that we wanted to be guys. We were just. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. There were a couple of girls who were tomboys. They didn't necessarily feel like they wanted to change to boys. They just felt more comfortable dressing like boys. And now you see them today and they're all dolled up. It was just like... So sometimes some people go through a phase. So I feel like at that point in time, I would think it's a phase. Especially but it, but, at that age. But isn't that what transsexual, um, transsexuals talk about where they tell and try to express it. Then people in their lives tell them that no, it's just a phase. You should go by it and they hide it. And that's why you have somebody like Bruce Jenner... Who is now coming out when he's um this 60 or 70 now to be a woman to be a woman i say he felt it all along but i, I don't think i feel like that way. i feel like for tomboys it's not necessarily that they feel they they hardly even come until they feel that way you just notice that they are very rough they enjoy and i think like most times actually most tomboys usually are girls who grew up in family in a family of guys do you get what i'm saying like i had i had no sisters so i was more prone to wanting to run around my brothers and playing football i never wanted to be in the kitchen no i'm going somewhere with this i just felt like (sighs) my parents would be like or my dad would be like go and help your mom in the kitchen and i'd be like no the boys are doing this why can't i do you get what i'm saying so like i feel like there's a thin line so it wasn't necessarily that i felt like i wanted to be a guy it was more that i wanted to do what the guys were doing do you get what i'm saying i felt like they seemed very comfortable i hated that i had to watch how i sat down close your legs guys could open their legs i hate do you get what i'm saying so i felt like oh guys have all the fun like why can't i do that okay, that's fine but i'm not saying that no that's what i'm saying so if my child comes to meet me i feel like i'd be like what do you mean because i wouldn't be sure if like, she's just going through like yeah the like, whole... like like today now where kids they're going to grow up to access of information that you never had right they're going to be able to google stuff research mm. stuff and they're going to so whenever they have that feeling they're going to go online research it and they're going to come with that kind of language saying that let me be it because I, I feel i feel i feel like a woman uh, like a like a man let me i think i'm a man i'm i'm i'm, I'm in the wrong body let me be, mommy i'm in the wrong body. let me be like the typical nigerian mother and say god will not give me a child <laughs> that will come to me with that kind of statement <laughs> God did not do that to me. I'm not saying God did that to other people. I'm just saying God did not do that. See, they always say that God did not give me what you had in. God knows that. Like, I don't handle it. So, he would not. Because it seems funny, but I genuinely don't know how or what I would do. Because, I mean, when you think about it from another angle, we are Nigerians. Do you get what I'm saying? We are not beautiful. <laughs> like, that kind of crazy. Like, so what am I going to do? Start dressing my kid up as a guy to go to school do you get what i'm saying and trying to explain to teachers in the nigerian environment that is just calling for like it's calling for i don't even know like i feel like my kid would be so because in as much as you try to even help your kid do you get what i'm saying like let's even assume that your kid does that and you're like you know i'm going to be supportive and everything the community will not allow you because even your even your parents, their grandparents, will ask you if you're losing your freaking mind. But the fight has to start. So, from, but if if you believe in it, the fight has to start from somewhere. I start with one man 
And you know, and I'm not, no, no, like, no, no, no change happens without somebody I mean, I feel like saying at that, that challenging, age, the, challenging the status quo. Genuinely, at that age, can a kid actually be? Can a kid actually make that decision? Let's say, to, let's say a teenager, to, to like a, like, like a sixteen-year-old teenager now. At sixteen, that's you know fairly. Yeah, so like at sixteen, it comes to you, mom. This woman life ain't it. I'm a man. I know I'm a man. My past man says I know I'm a man. I've done the research. Eh, go and be a man now. Since you want to be a man, go and be a man. I be you want to be a man. Fine. Go and sleep in the boys' dormitory and go and if you feel like you're one of them. But you know what? Going off that, there's something that I've read about. Um it's it's transsexuality. I think that's what it's called. So I listened to this podcast called The Inner Ho Uprising. Um, yeah, I know, kind of cool with the words, but it's about how some people feel like they are men. Do you get what I'm saying? But they actually have no desire to. Um, what's the what's the word? To be a man. To to change or to even do you get what I'm saying? No, I, so in, in the sexual trans transgender world. Yeah, so they are still transsexuals and then they are proper transgenders. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying there are various levels to it. There are some of them that don't go all the way and do the um, reassignment um, surgery where they actually go and get a penis and stuff like wait, that. Wait now, but let me like land. A, like um, Chris, um, like Jenna, who actually got a, did the surgery and now has a, you know what? Okay, so one of the um, co-hosts of the what's it called of the podcast of the in her whole uprising podcast she said that she feels that since she was in second high school is that what it's called in america anyway she's always felt like like she's still having all these weird feelings about how like maybe she's a guy or whatever but she's like you know what i don't want a dick like i love my pussy and everything like that kind of shit like that's literally what she said word for word on the show so she's like she has those feelings and like when she gets into a relationship she explains it to like her partners in fact currently she's dating a guy so like at some point in time she's like people start asking her wait so does that mean that your boyfriend is gay or you know whatever so sometimes people feel that way but because they know that because some people feel like you know what this might just be a feeling or this might just be like i won't want to use the word phase but this could be something that i'm going through they decide that you know what sure i'm just going to ride the wave and be a transsexual get with guys get with girls almost bisexual but you having the feeling that you're in another person's body and, and it just yeah, exactly so there's a whole there's a whole like transsexual no so what i'm trying to say is that sometimes people feel like there's something but not necessarily they're still not even convinced because they also had somebody else come on the show too who was part of that transsexual um whole circle and that's why i feel like even us trying to understand the transsexual community i feel like it on their own end they already feel very complicated enough not to talk about like we trying to now get a handle on whatever it is that they're fighting for or going through or whatever because i mean it just seems like in transsexual communities they're still different so i remember someone made a joke like there's lgbt but there's still more stuff after the t so like there's just so many people who are feeling different things or who feel like they want to be this i mean god forbid what if someone wakes up tomorrow and says i feel like i should be a horse or you know that kind of thing that was a joke that was made like so everyone just has their own inner demons that they are fighting you just kind of like just are you calling it, is it demons or that's how they feel i'm sure a structure person is not going to say it's fighting a demon no but i'm not using are you actually fighting a demon i'm not using the for, word for deliverance right i'm not using the word demons like literally i'm saying everyone has that whatever in that circle that they are all badly you know trying to get a handle on do you get what i'm saying so, so that's my point i'm like if you're thinking it's like a demon whatever it is if your kid tells you to then you take him straight to your pastor for well, deliverance. i'm not gonna think that it's a demon i'm genuinely going to want to try and understand like what is going on in my kid's brain i'm do you know what's funny and I, I i've probably said it here before i'm more likely to take that kid to a psychiatrist or a therapist as opposed to church Okay. Like and, sit, and, and, sit, and, and, sit and, like sit the hell down on that couch, and, 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 and the therapist says, you know, you have a you have a man here. Then we will start working towards <laughs> him being a man now. I mean, like, haven't I don't know if there was one time in the news where I saw that somebody got um reassignment, got the reassignment, and now decided that oh no, this is not what I want. Like, 
Right. So, to be honest, it's a real complicated. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but what's what's interesting is just based on this article, there there might be science actually proving some of this stuff where hmm. it's, it's possible. Some this this is not. Some people say this is a choice. Some people say you can pray the gay away or whatever it is. You can pray the way. It's some kind of you know mental issue or whatever it is, right? I think back in the 60s or the 50s, being gay was actually labeled as a mental um, psychiatric um, diagnosis. It was actually a mental um, uh, problem issue till you know whatever revolution happened and it was tracked up. But so, but the point being is that you know there might be science to it. When people say they feel this way, there might be actually a genetical reason why they feel that way. So it's it's interesting, like. Um, there's, more, there's more research to be done, I guess. There are a lot of people that said dispute this, and people say, you know, this is just the end of times. You know, Jesus is coming soon. Other people say it's the whole conspiracy, and these people in the Caribbean have been injected by some weird scientists trying to prove a point. So, who which knows? could be true. But speaking of choice, I remember I saw a tweet where some girl was talking about like this whole gay stuff and she was talking about it in relation to the Bible, whatever. And then people were like, oh, you're being judgmental. She's like, I'm not judging you. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. Like, I don't care if you decide to. But anyway, someone now said, okay, when did you decide to be um, heterosexual? You know, and she's like, she didn't decide. Like, she's always, do you get what I'm saying? And then the gay person was like, it's exactly the same way. We didn't choose to be gay. We were like born that way because you know like sometimes people say it's a choice people choose to be gay while some people argue that they are born gay so he's like if you can't pinpoint the exact time that you made the choice to be heterosexual and be into men then why should we be able to pinpoint the exact time that we realize that you know that kind of thing so i don't know the whole thing is just like one messy huge catastrophic yeah I won't well, use the word messy, but it's uh, it's it's, it's just it's, it's, it does depends on when the divide you stand. If you have, if you are religious and you have a certain interpretation in the in the Bible, then there's no convincing. There's no mass. There's no comp- there's no compromise there. If you are more liberal with it and you interpret it some separate ways and love is love and all that kind of stuff, yeah, the other defense. If you're in a country like Nigeria where it's illegal to be gay then there's no coming out there's no argument to be made if you come out you're going to jail in a country like Nigeria, you can't even utter that you support gay people because you look like a you can utter it but like i said you um you've sent me a link of um, when i say utter it i mean like i don't know how to explain it so yeah emma said that and yeah, so you know came he's out, like yeah, yeah support, sure whatever yeah. so that people that charlie but, boy that people like that who come out and they charlie boy is queer and yeah um, i don't mean queer i mean queer like strange so yeah but i'm saying that people that can openly say it anyway there's another tweet that was kind of uh you know what you know what I, what i wonder there's some people that i see that are verified on twitter and i have no clue why they are verified so there's this guy called him at jaja phd Right, it's verified on Twitter. I did some my own Google and I can't for the life of me figure out why he's verified. It just shows you that social media is not exactly the create, um, the what's it called? I don't know, maybe you know somebody at Twitter, but I have no, I, I see no clue why he's verified. So, anyways, he sent out this tweet saying, um, some of us grew up without sex ed from our parents and ended up and ended up having sex with our siblings. Our generation must do better. You know, so sometimes there's a lot of wacky stuff on Twitter, but a lot of times when it's from a verified account, you have to like do a take too. Like I actually saw this off of some other verified person I saw. I'm like, huh? What's this guy? Like a Nigerian dude. And his whole point is that because now when people when they asked him, he said no, it didn't happen to him. He's just relating the experience that I heard about, where he believes that a lot of there's a lot of incidences of siblings sleeping with each other and the only reason I believe this happening is because sex ed was not taught to the kids and to me it makes no sense what do you mean by it makes no sense like me my parents didn't give me any long sex talk I didn't have any thoughts of having sex with my siblings so it makes no sense to me I don't think Anybody else's parents have to give you the sex talk for you to implicitly know 
that's having sex with your siblings is wrong. I don't think that, I don't think that's, you know, this is not Game of Thrones here. I feel like a problem I have with a lot of people is they seem, they always think that other people should act in a certain way because that's how they act. I don't, I, I'm, I, I don't know why. So because you had the sense not to stick with your siblings, does not mean that other people had the sense not to do that. Like, you can't judge people off your own, your own smartness or your own whatever it is, you know, that rules your inner, this thing. So when he says that, people are sleeping with their siblings he didn't say whatever age we've heard things about how people they have well maybe we haven't but i've heard kids who were left um unsupervised when they were young and happened to fall on channels that are not appropriate for them i've heard about them you know kissing their brothers maybe because they see someone kissing or brothers kissing their sisters and they just kiss them just to like kind of recreate what they see on tv all those children who play mommy and daddy and don't actually understand the the what's it called the gravity of what they're doing so yeah it's probably possible that people did things like that no one is going to come out today and tell you that their first kiss was their brother or their sister or like the first time they touched somebody was you know i have i know someone who says like that for the longest time he and his siblings used to walk naked around each other and they didn't feel like it was a big thing or a huge deal from as young as i could remember my mom my mother would be like don't walk around the house there are men in the house this 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 like she literally classified everybody as a man whether you're a brother or your uncle she's like don't walk around the house like this even till now um if she sees me like opening my room door down and she knows i'm going to she'd be like close your door so you can't say that some people literally didn't have these things in their home but that said, definitely, like, I feel like Nigerian parents didn't do well enough in giving yeah, their parents this, sex education, in this, giving their children sex education. This is the premise of his tweet. Some of us grew up without sex ed from our parents and ended up having sex with our siblings. That's the, that's the premise. Now, is having sex ed from your parents good? Sure, it's good. But the premise of, this is a um, effect and causation, saying that we didn't have sex ed from our parents hence I had sex with my sibling to me does not compute it's it's there are some things that are implicit there are some things that in your nobody has to teach you in your mind you know what is good you know what is bad you don't need a teacher to teach you and having sex with your siblings is one of those norms that's why it's looked at that way where implicitly you know you're doing something wrong I'm not gonna have go have sex with an animal and say my parents didn't teach me not to have sex with a dog and um, because my parents teach me about that so that's why i'm having sex with a dog it doesn't compute it's not this is not calculus here it's somebody has to give you uh, 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 teaching so that's the premise nobody is saying that it is right if common sense was common like everyone says then everybody would be doing the right thing if everyone was smart then everybody would be doing the right thing is it is it wrong that some people step with their siblings yes what he said and you know what for him to have made that statement it means that he's spoken to people and you know that's what they've said maybe some people didn't think that sex was meant to be between two people in fact what if you've been hearing that sex is meant to be between two people who love each other and in your head you love your sibling so that justifies it no one is saying it's right no one is saying it's wrong i'm just saying that shit happens in this country when you hear stories you're like i can't believe that happened but it's happening and if people feel fine blaming their parents for not you know teaching them then that's between them and their parents but for us to now say that you should you should know i think that i've seen enough and heard enough to know that we don't live in a world where people go by you should know if everyone did what they should know then the world would be in a better place i think but you know my point is this is does this happen obviously it happens everybody has the stories of whatever it is it happens but my issue is the cause and effect he's saying his, his tweet which is why everybody went if you just came up with people have um people having sex with their siblings and you know there's so much wrong with it sometimes parents need to educate their kids about this because that's this 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 this, this. It might prevent this might prevent molestation fine but when you but when you structure your tweets with 
Some of us grew up without sex as from our parents and ended up having sex with our siblings. You've already, you've already put a cause and effect that is just not, it doesn't line up. It's not because you didn't get the sex ed from your parents as well as is, is, is why siblings start sleeping with each other. No. Now you brought the now you brought the case of stumbling on pornography or whatever it is. Okay, yeah, I can buy that. Okay, it's possible. You stumble on pornography and something happens and I don't know how you, you and your siblings end up doing it and that and that becomes something. But to me, the way this Twitter is structured, it, it, to me it's just outlandish. I can't I can't buy that concept. There are some things that are just unnatural. It might seem outlandish, like, but... Have to be like, I just gave the dog example. Nobody had to tell me not to sleep with the dog. Nobody had to tell me not to steal. But some people still steal. I'm just saying that the fact that he made... He, there's a reason he made that statement. He just didn't wake up today and, you know, write I, it. I'm not disputing his claims of people having sex with Yeah, exactly. Siblings. And if those people I'm, felt I'm dis- like... I'm disputing the, the premise. If those people felt like that was the issue, then... Take it for what it is. Let's be shocked by it and then move on. I'm just saying that that you have the brain not to do something does not mean that somebody else has the brain not to do something. I mean, the other day on social media, speaking about animals, they caught somebody sleeping with a donkey. As in, they actually put cameras. They had always wondered why in the middle of the night they would hear their donkey, you know, making noise and whatnot. So they decided, okay, we're going to put cameras. And then they literally caught a guy sleeping with the, the guy has been arrested. I wish I said that the guy does not know that that is wrong. That's that's a, that's the guy in Florida, and everybody knows in the US the craziest people are either in Florida or somewhere in the Bronx. That's where all crazy stuff always happens. It's the same Florida where somebody had this, uh, where somebody called the police that somebody has um, robbed his car of drugs. So he called the police nine one one saying that a drug been robbed of my drugs in my car. So to me, you're just talking about some perverted dude who is just like out of his mind sleeping with a donkey. That's different from... He's out of his mind, but that same person is going to tell you that the reason why I'm attracted to donkeys is because this, this, this. I'm saying why not the one to judge somebody's cause and effect. Yes, I'm going to tell you you that you're crazy. I'm going to tell you that, okay, that was crazy or whatever, but I'm saying... to each their own if someone tells you that they are interested in it's like how sometimes you see on the that someone tells you that i'm interested in sleeping with my niece because my uncle also used to sleep with me that's a that's it that as far as his consent he it's not that he doesn't know that it's wrong but because it was something that he experienced you know i'm just saying sometimes cause for people's stupidity it's broad that's all i'm trying to say is it is your stupidity wrong yes but people, psh, all sorts, you know, all sorts. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, as I said, I'm not, I'm not disputing the, the sex with siblings or whatever it is. I'm just disputing that it's not sex ed from their parents that is the cause of that. If 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 that if if that happens, if something on a lot of times, even a lot of times when these things happen or when they are caught or whatever it is, and the parents give the talk, they keep on doing it behind their parents' back. There's even on the same jury we're talking about where the um with somebody sleeping with his cousin, right? And they've called the family members, whatever it is, and say you guys can't do it. And they're still doing it and saying that they're trying to run away and be together, even after they talk, after the education and everything. So sometimes there's when it gets into a perverted psychological thing in your mind. There's not about what they talk or whatever it is. Sometimes there's just something in your head that is wrong some people are just wired differently i suppose okay let's talk about um toke making making why right that's that's her toke toke okay can you give like a brief bio people don't know who she is Toke Makewa is an OAP on radio. What is OAP? On air personality. Seriously, there are people who don't know what that means. Yeah, OAP is I've anyway, heard OAP in Nigeria. Never had any, anybody use that term anywhere else. So she's an on air personality of a radio station and she's managed to make herself a celebrity of some sort. She was married to Maje, who cheated on her, apparently got other people pregnant. She wrote a book about it and yeah. I don't know what makes her famous. I just know that she's famous. So if you guys are expecting me to 
have some sort of this was when she became famous moment i really don't have it Tokia just grew over time she just got fans she's on the drive time show i think it's about 5 a.m or 6 a.m she bleached and i'm not insulting her because she wrote it in her book that she bleached you know so she so that her husband could love her more because she felt like maybe she was too dark skin so yeah and she dresses well so it doesn't take much to be famous on social media nowadays so you know i won't say that because there are a whole bunch of people trying to be famous on social media and this only select few that still pop so it's still something for you for people to be interested and invested in you enough that what you say counts so to me that's why sometimes i don't people that chip in like what the kardashians do and if it's like that don't mean people try to do sex tapes and try to pop like kim kardashian how many of them made it zero so it's, uh, it's there's still something about the person or there's something about you for you to be um, captivating enough that people care what you care what you say and what you do she, she was trending on twitter it's not like ninja twitter she was trending worldwide on, on twitter and essentially uh, she was trending worldwide because it's not only nigerians who watch who watch her vlogs nigerians in diaspora watch her vlogs so usually if you're trending worldwide it's not because it's only nigerians in other countries could be tweeting about you but going back to the kardashians i remember my gm said something that all these famous people people are just in love with the lifestyle it's not actually the person so once you put up it like hush puppy now who i'm sure if hush puppy loses all his money today he'll lose all his followers it's the lifestyle that draw people in so they're making a sex tape i try to pop with a sex tape if you don't have a nice lifestyle to back it up Tokia has a baby girl lifestyle she calls herself the baby girl and everybody this is Nigeria. Everybody wants to live the baby girl and baby boy lifestyle. So when I say it doesn't take much, it's not. It's not that. Yeah, you there, know. there are many. There are many IG honeys, many slay mamas and slay queens. Not all of them are popular. Not all of them that we know like that. So it's not like that. So what I'm saying, there are people. That's, that's, you people, guys, let me tell you. People to give their credence not, to this. We this. can't say it's not everybody that we know like that because there are instances where I have told Sos about somebody that is famous and Sos is like, I don't know that person. So that like, you don't know that person doesn't mean that other people does not, do not know them. Let's So let's be, is whoever is in your circle of interest or whoever pops on your screen or on your whatever, what you get what I'm saying? Everybody knows who's Kim Kardashian, everybody knows who Kylie Jenner is, who is, who is building... Uh, because so a, many times uh, I have to tell us what do you mean by you don't know this person this person has so, so amount of followers and then he goes and then he's like oh well, so it's all about what you're into look they're probably like basketball players that are really famous and I don't know their names and if you tell me their name I'm not going to be like who the fuck is that so it's all about who you know I'm okay anyway, let's get back to let's get up let's get back yeah, to so, what Tokyo Makunwa said okay so anyway she's, she put she has a vlog I that she does and in her vlog essentially the premise of it was this that if a guy calls you with what um, WhatsApp call, right, and he doesn't call you on a regular phone or send you text message, a point is that then that guy is not serious. She doesn't she doesn't deal with those kind of guys. That the person has to call you on the phone. That WhatsApp is cheap. I'm paraphrasing here, so I think that's the whole premise. Everybody goes in a tizzy about saying that you know what does that mean? That um, doesn't aren't you paying for your data when you use WhatsApp call and stuff? So it's um, I don't know. So I think she had like four different sections in that vlog. She the first one was if a guy doesn't call you and he's always texting you or WhatsApping you. Then if a guy is always WhatsApping and WhatsApp calling you, then you know, she's just talking about the efforts. What she said was stupid in the sense that yes, you definitely pay for your data. But you know what? We all know that people actually do WhatsApp calls to preserve their credit. I've heard it. Uh, well, let me call you on WhatsApp call that back so that my credit to no waste. Meaning that on some level, people still find it cheaper and cost effective to call on WhatsApp. If we're being totally honest with ourselves. And she said, she's like, yeah, if we're in different countries, like, I can kind of understand because we're really expensive to make like international calls. But if everyone's being honest with themselves, so like, so you pay 4000 or one five or 2000 whatever it is, monthly for your data, right? You use your Instagram, your WhatsApp. At the end of the day, it's because you believe that it is cheaper. It's because you believe it is, is, is it cheaper. Is it cheaper though? Is it cheaper to use WhatsApp call? Because you're like, please let me save my small credit. This one that this girl will talk for for God knows how long, and then my small credit will finish. That kind of thing. So you go. I mean, like, let me give you a personal example. If I don't have credit on my phone, I will use WhatsApp call. Why? Because it is cheaper than having to now start buying credits 
it's a mentality like whether we whether we think because i'm like you know what i have data why don't i just call the person i'm trying to call it is until like there's no network or something that i'm forced to say okay i might as well buy credits because what if i get to a point to or to a place where there's no like data i'm just saying it takes something for you to feel like how how dumb is it though you have technology right so what's up called is built technology so you can make a call over your data and now becomes a criteria of how much you care about somebody because you use the WhatsApp call because you're using technology when one day all these mobile companies are going to be dead and probably all we're going to be doing making our calls are all going to be through streaming and and, and the internet that's where probably all calls are, like are going to and so and so and so now it's, I it's, feel it's like not, she, it's, 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 it's been done man it's just been done her keyword is if someone is always so what you're trying to say is that from the first day of the month the last day of the month what is the purpose of the of the call is to talk to you whether i dial you on the my regular line or whether i call you over the internet what is the difference isn't the objective to call I mean, I and like, to hear a voice at the other end of the phone it's kind of isn't like that, how, that what the objective is genuinely if you can say that you've never thought let me save my credit and use whatsapp call that's all has never crossed your mind if that crossed it's your a mind question. What, 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 what is wrong with isn't that being it prudent? is a question it's not prudent. a it's prudent don't, don't, I like don't, you, don't you want somebody that's, that's prudent prudent cheap what, what, what is cheap i'm just trying to say that people who are saying no people are man. saying that no i'm just trying to dispel your statement about it is more expensive the fact that it crosses your mind that whatsapp call is cheaper than me using my credit kind of is, zero, is it cheaper? Zeros, i don't think it's cheaper you know how zeros. much money i use on data but dude you I just see you can't keep back flipping two What's seconds ago you just said it is prudent and cost effective and now no, you're no, saying no, what, I mean, what, I mean, what i mean what i mean what i mean is prudent is that if i don't have any credit why don't i call you with the whatsapp the technology is right there don't i pay for that data to call you it makes no sense a lot of people like a lot of people like in the us now people nobody has landlines anymore Everybody, when they get home, everybody's hooked up to their to their internet. They have the number either by Skype or whatever it is. So when that time comes, whether I, I can agree with her on the premise of this, right? If a dude is only always texting, 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 and he does not call you or whatever it is, okay, I can get that gripe. Call, she wants to hear your voice, call, blah, blah, blah. That gripe, I can believe. I buy her premise. I have an argument with her. She has something going on there saying, okay, maybe it's a little bit more effort if you call and she's old school. She wants to hear your voice versus texting. But now when you want, now when you want to make the distinction between WhatsApp call and your regular call, come on, man. You Come know what's on. funny? I don't even hear properly on WhatsApp call, and I feel like I'm always struggling. And if I'm not in, if I if I if I'm not hooked onto my Wi-Fi, then that WhatsApp call is even useless and is a freaking waste of my time. Don't even bother calling me. Like just WhatsApp me, whatever. Because just WhatsApp, whatever it is that you want to say, so, so, or or just do a voice note self because we've already established that you're not about to use your credit to call me. So if 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 the complaint is that the the um, quality of the call is bad on WhatsApp, so you rather. But that's that's crap because MTN glow, you can barely hear the person on the other line. It's always hello, hello. Just text me what you want to say so I know, so you don't make a mistake. Because anytime you tell somebody something off the phone, you tell them buy two pieces of chicken, they'll come back with goods. Say, well, it's not good that I told on the phone. Say no. So the text so you have to text them after I talk on the phone. You have to text it to them to make sure they got what you're saying. So even the whole idea of um um call clarity on WhatsApp versus your landline or this number landline versus your regular cell phone network is rubbish because quality on both sides are nonsense so that doesn't even apply anyway my point was even if what she was saying was rubbish i can see where she's coming from secondly people just like to drink panadol for another person's headache I, I don't watch Tokyo's vlogs but i know one thing she's always sure to say is this is my opinion meaning she doesn't give a shit if you guys think that she's talking rubbish she's not dating you guys you guys are not sponsoring her baby girl lifestyle the guy that is dating her is okay with her baby girl lifestyle he's okay with you wasting his credit to call her and not being prudent and even when she made this particular vlog because i just watched it again time ago she said this is what i think that's what she thinks it's not our business 
So if the vlog, as long as you put, put it out there, that, that's for, what us she to, for us to see, so we can comment on it. At the you're end of the to day, talk. you're allowed to your views, this sounds, you're allowed, and you're allowed, and people are allowed to have views on your views. At the end of the day, this sounds horrible, but yeah, Toka is going to go about her life, getting those millions that she seems to be raking in. Shout out to her brand manager, and us, we're going to spend. You know, like five minutes. It's kind of funny. Like all this mute point, might as well not people, talk about anything at all. No, I'm going to say it's funny. Like how all these people they give us their own personal opinions. We make so much noise about it. And on the flip side, there's some company who is calling them up immediately because of all that shit. Like I feel like people need to understand that sometimes I don't think Tokia is even. I think she does these things on purpose to get herself to trend so she can prove to the people that she's doing ambassadorship for that. See, like. Well, is, I don't know, care what her strategy so. is or whatever it is. I mean, I'm talking about her comments on no, this. I'm just saying, like, whether at she's, the end whether of she's the kicking day, up from it, she's training from it. Good luck to her. All me, I'm saying me, is, me, I'm all about the conversation. So good luck for her. Let her make her millions, whatever it is. I'm saying, if that, if that way, might as well not talk about anybody. All I'm saying is, at the end of the day, that's what she thinks, and that's her life. So whoever she's dating, don't now come to her and be calling her with WhatsApp call and think that she will not bounce you. She has told you what she likes. She has told you what she likes. That's what I'm saying. So, and to yeah. me, it's bullshit. Which is why you're not the one dating to care. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter what I'm doing. Like. I'm just saying that she's, she's an influential person. We don't want her to start putting stupid thoughts in the minds of young women out there when you WhatsApp. You, me, you WhatsApp me, my boyfriend Google doesn't even call me. So I can't get something. mad about him WhatsApp calling me. He only calls me when he's trying to find out where I am and I'm not answering my WhatsApp calls. Or we're in different towns and he tried to find out where I am. So you know what? I don't even have an argument for that. I'd be yeah, so nobody, lucky if I got a call. Yeah, nobody on either no, on either one. Nobody calls anybody anymore. You mess you, you message and text whatever it is. Um please people call people. I know people who are always on the phone to their partners yeah, or their get, whatever. Get, get, get so let's them. not say people, people don't call people. People hardly call people anymore. People like I said, I I can get her I can get her gist and I can get her premise where she comes with just like if she came up and said, "Look, man, I'm just tired of just the message, message, and pick up the phone and call me sometime," I'll be with her all the way. But when she's not trying to make a distinction between WhatsApp call and um, regular call, to me that's just that just loses loses. loses I loses I don't me. agree that people don't call people. I get phone calls every day from different people from my friends even this morning i was whatsapping with my friend and she got tired of typing and she picked up the phone and called me and she's like what the fuck so you know don't say people don't call people people don't call it doesn't mean nobody calls that nobody's nobody's picking up the phone again i talk about frequency that's that's why i'm saying a lot of times you can't have a conversation on twitter it's always one extreme to the other and nobody leaves any room for nuance because i say nobody calls i'm not saying that nobody ever calls that's not the argument i'm making Anyway, but I, I guess it's in the same way you say that people can't have like conversations on Twitter. You people went from one extreme to the other. We have what the what one extreme? She's saying rubbish now. What, what do you mean? So, what, so you just what, said what, I say rubbish. That went from rubbish. one extreme to the no, other. What you said is not logical. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I give her credit for what what is smart. And for the other side, I'm like makes no sense making one decision between one certain kind of call another kind of call. Anyway, somebody that's looking thicker than the snicker right now is um Riri. And I was watching the um, the video of her, I guess it's kind of how she always goes back to Barbados to go do. And it's quite funny, like Rihanna now, they're calling it, um, you know, they say they have slim Rihanna and thick Rihanna. Nobody's going to fat Rihanna yet, right? So slim Rihanna and thick Rihanna, and everybody's like all going crazy about thick Rihanna. And, and even like Chris Brown now put that eye emoji on that picture. And people went like ham after him, like, you know, saying if... What the next one? Who like really went ham on him? I feel like you better not, you know, you better not um, t- um, touch Rihanna. Somebody's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, my, what, what, why, why do you want to destroy her life again? Somebody's like, well, if you, if when you not get the fuck away from this page and with this your dirty eye emoji stuff, so people really went, went, um, went ham on on him, right? So I, I'm sure for most fans or whatever, even for her career. I doubt it'd be a good look for her to get back with um, Chris Brown, even though they dabbled in it um, back and forth for 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 a little for a little bit. I don't know. What did you think about it? I think that um, <clears throat> Rihanna can do no wrong in anyone's eyes. When she got back with Chris Brown the other time, everybody was freaking out for a bit, and then you know whatever. That's the thing about human beings. Human beings are like frogs. We leap shout then we now adjust so yeah 
But um, Chris Brown was just. Why don't you um, go back with him? Nobody, nobody was into it. Everybody feel, was waiting for it to end again, and everybody was glad when it ended. Yeah, but again. you said for her career, her career was still fine that time. <sighs> anyway, so yeah, Chris Brown was just appreciating the thickness that Rihanna is. Yeah, I don't it. think that it was anything serious. I don't think that he's trying to get back with her or anything. Like sometimes we should, should get away. Like like you know, have you has any exit you with the um you up or hey big head? Um, if I put up a good picture on Instagram, yeah, I have exes who say, wow, you look nice. But it is what it is. It just ends at, you look nice, you know. I don't think, I, I, I don't think that they're trying to get back to me and I'm, I'm trying to get back with me. And at the same time, you know, I'm not, I'm not taking it that serious. I'm just like, LOL, thank you. I mean, like, one even, I remember some of them sometimes are, are even with other people. Um, by the time you're like, LOL, thank you, it ends there. So I feel like sometimes people just... They're just kind of uh, what's it called dramatic like i really don't think that he's trying to get back with her if he is uh yeah she's seen someone so you know whatever but sometimes it's just an appreciation for i mean sometimes you see your ex and you're like damn she looks good you might not have the balls to leave the comments on the page but you know you're thinking it it doesn't mean like you. so you see so you see your ex looks good it doesn't mean that you want to get man back let me tell you man anytime a guy your ex whatever it is if you haven't spoken for a while, you know, and all of a sudden he likes a picture, come on, man. The guy is just putting out that back, si- like putting out that bad signal. He's testing the waters. He's trying to see if there's a way he can slide, he slide, slide back in. Or if you do something good, then I'm like, oh, um, I'm, prou- I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I, I, I see you're glowing up. All that stuff. The guy is just dipping his toe in the water and seeing, and seeing, and seeing them where 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 it can go it's just the same you up text hey big head text and all that kind of stuff it's just it's, it's, that's it man is this guy is definitely trying to holler it's not about just uh are you really looking good like i've not seen you looking good before please well if he was trying to holler then he'll push it he'll continue pushing it right he won't continue pushing it just I'm trying to say, guy, you're, you're dipping your feet in the water. Yeah, saying if you guys broke up in a kind of funky way, it's your fault, whatever it is. You're not just going to go dive in and get rejected. You're going to dip your toe in the water, open that lane of com- 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 conversation and see, you know, feel it to see if there's, a, if there's a way back in for one more time or whatever the plans could be. So come on, man. No, no, nobody should be naive about that shit. Well, I've never gotten back with my ex and every time an ex tells me you look good i'm like thank you and that's the end of the conversation like it doesn't go anywhere i had a really nice picture up last year and a really nice yellow dress in a really nice yellow dress and all my exes said you look good and i'm like thank you thank you thank you and that was it finish yeah because you just said thank you now if you if 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 the if the conversation thread went a little bit a little bit longer then you can say, oh, do you mind, no, you, how do you want to hook up for drinks or whatever it is, or let's have lunch or some funky stuff. Trust me, it always goes, it always goes, it always goes that way. Man, if, if, if there's somebody I haven't talked to in ages or whatever it is, all of a sudden I'm liking pictures and shit, come on, man. Um, there's there's an agenda there. And, 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 Wait, and, so and that you haven't spoken to someone in a long time and you like that picture, can't you just really like the picture? No, there's no, I've not... There's no fire where you're looking more fire than you've ever looked before. That I'm all of a sudden going to like your shit. No. Excuse you. I've glowed up since like shit. So you know whatever. Yeah, I'm yeah. definitely looking better than yeah, when you I was can. You ex. can glow to you want to glow to heaven. So if you if, know if the guys liking it and yeah, but shit, but that just block me and unfollow me because you know every time, every time I get better, get thicker, everything. So yeah, I'm definitely looking better than I was. So yeah, you know, but good luck to Chris Brown and um it is what it is. If they get back together, you know, that's their business. Yeah, funny enough, you know, Diplo, I don't know if you know who Diplo is, like an EDM producer, is also like part of the duo for um Major Laser, right? And also like, he was part of um that kind of collaboration group he did with them, um, Skrillex. But most people know him as for EDM DJ and um the um of recent laser um, laser major. Right, and it was in Nigeria over was it over Easter, whatever it is, and it was during that time when there was Coachella when they came to Nigeria. I actually didn't know. I was so surprised. I just saw like um, Instagram pictures of him in uh, in Lagos. So it was kind of cool. So I guess last week or this week, the art you know, did an article for GQ and he spoke about his time, his time in Nigeria. And reading it was pretty dope. Like it's it's clear anyway. Not everybody knows this that like right now. Nigeria 
is leading that Afro pop um, movement, right, in Africa and around the world. And when I read that kind of stuff, I'm like, I'm hoping that it doesn't just become a thing where people like Drake just come and cannibalize our sound, not just come and cannibalize. Like now, there's, there's this week, there was a studio with Nicki Minaj with Whiskey on Instagram, right? So obviously, she's trying to catch some of that Afro pop one dance magic, right? So everybody's trying to get into this flavor that we're putting out there. And you know, sometimes this is what they call, um, um, what's that, what is that word? Uh, exploitation, trying to find appropriation, right? So this is more like the cultural appropriation, African style, where people are stealing it. And hopefully, what I'm hoping for, and which is why I was so mad about Mr. Easy, where some people thought I was being a hater, but I'm like, I don't want all these outside influences, like all them Diplos and Nicki Minaj and Drake's to steal the sound and get big of the sound while us don't really eat from it. And a lot of down in history, we're not, you know, we're not known for this stuff. Not the way like um, Chuck Berry created rock and roll and the Rolling Stones, where the people like came out and became popular, like they invented it when it really was Chuck Chuck Barry and people like Little Richard and stuff like that, right? Uh, that, that people like the Beatles um, stole from. So, so it's it's kind of cool to see that you know Afro pop is on the map based on Lagos. But something else too that was so typically Nigerian, right? So one of the stories he, he told, like he, you know, he was headlining like a show and he comes on he comes on stage, right? And he's, and he's staring at the audience and he's performing and he's like people are just staring at him blankly and he's, he doesn't know what's going on only for him to find out that they've been having issues with the audio and he's on stage and nobody even told him before he got on stage that there's issues with the audio and stuff and i was like man that's so nigeria like why couldn't somebody just say look we're having technical issues blah, blah, blah. instead just let the, the man go on stage and say um do what you do although technically if you go to a lot of the nigerian concerts nigerians don't really get so hyped like that i think the only time i've actually seen nigerians hype was at the migos um, concert when, when they came to Nigeria and they were performing Bad and Bougie and I was like what the even me when I saw it I like how this because that's that the song wasn't even that big yet right and this people were like singing it word for word and just like you know going word for word and everything I was like what the fuck I was really you that now kind of explained it to me was like look most of 99% of people out there were actually people that just came back for because it was over Christmas they came over during the Christmas break so actually just like U.S. imports, but it really became like a big look. Where people like, wow, people in Nigeria are really into the Migos, and they know what's, and they know what is uh going on in the culture, right? So it kind of put because one of his stage was like, Nigeria are so into it that you can open the pop station and you can hear Katy Perry, Justin Bieber, and not because they're Afro pop, which is true. I think right from the beginning of time, Nigerians have always been very hip when it comes to music and culture and that kind of uh, stuff. My biggest thing when I read the article is like, I don't want this cultural appropriation to happen and we miss the boat that some of our people don't get really big on it, right? Obviously, Whiskey is doing his best. He's going out there, you know. He still doesn't have that one big crossover hit that's charting up. I know he has that kind of thing with Drake, but everybody, you know, just chanting something at the end. It's not really the big, big one that we want. But say, like, a real hit that is just, um, you know, that's just whiskey that is on top of the charts is mr easy is coming up as i said I like his songs performance kind of weak we have the video i don't know what about pitching this the video and and um and then whiskey against each other but i think these are the people that have the chances to actually hit so like alarming day that i know you like a lot I don't see his sound blending too much for like a crossover, but people like Wizkid, Mr. Easy, probably Davido, I think they have the potential to actually cross over. Okay, so um, I read the article and I think the one thing that got to me was when Diplo said, everybody always want him about, so pretty much this is what he said, everybody always want me not to go to Nigeria to do shows. All the reggae artists. I remember having a conversation years ago with Sean Paul and Shaggy about Nigeria. Sean Paul's like, I was going through Nigeria and they put these cactuses up in front of the stage. People just stood on the cactuses trying to get on stage until guys with guns battled them in the head to get them off. And Shaggy's like, I got a better story. My first tour in Nigeria, they had a fence up around the venue. 
and the crowd was so crazy. They were shaking the fence. The police were afraid, so they sent the dogs out on the people to break up the crowd. And then one dog came back over the fence dead. They killed the dog and threw it back over the fence. So that was what that was what I knew. I'd never been to Africa besides South Africa and everybody in South Africa calls it fake Africa. So I know that before there was a big movement um, of people in the diaspora back to Nigeria, you know, people moving back. Um, I know that artists used to come here a lot. Jay-Z has come here, Nas has come here, you know, that kind of thing. And like sometimes, I think something that used to bother me was some of them would go back and then you would hear these other stories from artists who want to come to Nigeria and they'll be like, oh, they were having this conversation with um, this person. I don't know if Jay-Z said something bad about Nigeria. I can't remember right now. And that this person would say, oh, do this or don't do that or Nigeria is crazy. So I felt like off the bats, they were already giving Nigeria a bad name. Yeah, sure, they might have come for concerts where things kind of went crazy. But I think for me, this Shaggy and Sean Paul thing was ironic or hypocritical. I don't even know what word to use because... They're both from the Caribbean. Are they trying to say that the Caribbean is not worse than, you know, the craziest shit goes on in the Caribbean. I mean, I've seen videos of their concerts. I've seen videos of things that go on. People are even walking around there with guns and everything. I mean, they're lucky no one even came to their concerts with a gun, you know. And so it just sounded very funny that they would try and make Nigeria to seem horrible or so bad and try and discourage someone else from coming i mean if sean paul and shaggy go back to whatever country it is they're from i'm sure like they're not scared i'm sure they've seen worse things that happen i mean i i'm ha- i'm almost sure that i'm not wrong but you know the caribbean yeah, like, like sean paul and shaggy they're the, from jamaica the right? caribbean has so, its so, own reputation so, so they're from jamaica right so jamaica kingston everybody knows how dangerous kingston and jamaica is to, to, to my one that whole dog story, I don't believe that one. Why are you always lying? There's what dog, what police dog is Nigerian sending in that will not kill the police dog and throw it over the fence? And come, Nigerians come are more on, likely man. to run away from dogs than actually try and kill the dog. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. You kill the dog and you throw it over. So, why would they throw it over? Somebody go and carry it and cook it and use it for pepper soup. Are they going to throw it over to do what with something? It'll be somebody's bag and they go and eat, they go and eat it for pepper soup. So, to me, I don't I don't believe that story. That's totally false. But, but to me, this kind of artist, especially like American artists, I can get it. You're used to different kind of conditions. That's fine. But someone like Shaggy and um, who's the other guy again? Sean Paul. <laughs> Coming from Kingston, where else of craziness happens? Come on, man! I don't want to hear that bullshit from you. I know one person that complained when they came to Nigeria was um, Rihanna. I, I, I should think she stayed in a cool hotel and. Rihanna yeah. came to Nigeria. Yeah, yeah, she did. I remember she came to a cool. She had the problem with a cool hotel about water or some kind of. Was thing. that Rihanna or Kelly Roland or Sierra? Yes, Rihanna. Rihanna. I remember very well. She had the problem with coming to Nigeria, so. So and even funny enough, like. One of the stories that Diplo told, right, was like um, scales, right? Scale, uh, scales like came to the studio mm. where it was recording and everything. And you know, Diplo was talking about oh, where he was. They had like soldiers with guns protecting the outside of the studio. Then scales were like, "Man, look, I'm never going to record in Atlanta again." That when I went to the studio, everybody had a gun. That at least here, the people with the guns are outside protecting us here. Everybody in the studio, because in Atlanta, everybody has like a Draco, right? That's like a mini machine gun. So it's like, so what? what is crazier? Here where the people with the guns are outside protecting you or where you're inside the studio and everybody has a gun, right? Everybody has like a semi-automatic gun. So that's, that's, that's the craziness you're facing there. But to me, it's just a cool article to read, um, you know. And obviously, there were some positives there. You talked about the work ethics of like, the Nigerian artist he work with, you know, send them a track before he could land. They already had like the track recorded, mixed and mastered and sent away. So obviously our hustle game is strong and stuff. So it's, there's a lot of bright spots to it. I totally enjoyed it. And if anybody has a chance, I'll say go read it. And he thought my boo, Burner Boy, has style. I've always thought Burner Boy has style. So yeah, you know, he said Burner Boy was wearing like a dashiki with some Gucci pants and everything.
Let's, let's, hit, let's hit them with the jury. So, for those of you who are listening for the first time, Juro is our Nigerian love doctor stroke psychiatrist and people send him emails so they hope that he can help them and that even if he can help them people will comment and they'll find something that could you know possibly turn their lives around so today's email topic is god loves me shouldn't my parents too hi sir god bless you for all you do here i always say a prayer for you i'm a student i recently found love in a hopeless place that's my favorite song by rihanna but things are complicated. I'm gay. I discovered myself last year. How do I tell my parents without breaking their hearts? I'm an only son. My sisters are now of marriageable age. I'm a great son. I'm on a first class in school. I have a great relationship with God who blesses me despite my flaws. But my earthly parents won't accept me. I'm sure. I'm as happy as I can be. He makes me a better person. He's there for me. He found himself years ago after his divorce. Recently, he's been talking sex, but I'm not sure about losing my virginity yet until I know where we're going. I wish I could live free and love freely. Please, how can I get my parents to love me and accept my choice of love? God bless you as you share, Joe. Man, that's a tough one, man. Is that... Trying to be gay in Nigeria, you know. Like I said, in my head, I always wanted to get a gay person to come on the pod just to talk and you know see how see how they navigate it. But as based on my ignorance on what the Nigerian laws are, I, I don't want to put anybody in that kind of uh, jeopardy or whatever it is. So it's um, it's 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 crazy. So. So he's gay, but obviously he hasn't dabbled yet because he's talking about his um, his virginity. His virginity. So, buddy, I don't know what to do, man. Um, being in Nigeria, you're telling your parents you're gay. Even if your parents love you, they are going to be worried about what their friends are going to say about them having the gay parents. If your parents are deeply about having a gay child, having a gay child, even if your parents are religious. Uh, if your parents are religious, how they explain to their pastor? Because you know, I don't know. I don't know about any church in Nigeria that is pro gay. So it's a, it's a tough one, buddy. And I'm I'm not sure what kind of advice to give you. Um, you know, I guess be really sure you're really into it. It's, you know, I don't know. I I really don't have any I have any advice for this guy apart from him. It's a tough road I had for you. Um, so I'm just gonna say that you know what, you might as well get it over with and tell your parents. Your parents even if you're not gay, your parents aren't always going to accept your choice of a life partner or who you get married to. Some people get married to people who are of different ethnicities ethnicity and their parents don't agree, like maybe your bad girl getting married to an evil guy and her father is like, you know, what the hell? Or people of different religions getting married. So, first of all, you have to understand that even if you were straight, there's a possibility that your parents might not be very accepting of whoever it is that you want to spend the rest of your life with. But I just say get it over with because it's just going to continue to eat you inside, eat you, eat you up on the inside. And um, chances are your parents might know already and they're just keeping quiet and watching you. So, just say it do they love you they're probably still gonna love you because you're their child they're probably gonna flip out and be angry or whatever but um it's better than just getting up every day and wondering what's gonna happen like at the end of the day like so said most importantly before you tell them just make sure that you're gay that you're really gay and that you're not just going through one of those experimental phases where today you're finding men attractive and then after you now force your parents to ac- to accept your lifestyle or to accept you for who, who you are you now wake up the next morning and say that okay maybe i'm not really gay maybe i'm this or that but like i said chances are i remember i was watching something i can't remember what it was now and the guy tells his mom he's gay it was was it a Nigerian mom? I sure know it was an African mom. I can't remember. And the mother went. 
seriously i carried you in my womb for like nine months did you not think that i stayed noticing when you stay acting like really weird and really strange so like i said chances in nigeria, are nigeria as I said, I can't remember if it was in Nigeria. It was an African mother, so I just can't remember if it was Nigerian. But I mean, of course, I mean, I mean the... it happened in Africa here, but they were somewhere in an Oyibo country. No, it was in Africa. It was an African show. Okay. That's what I said. Oh, I said show. Did you not hear me say I watched something? Okay. You know, but, considering oh, yeah. I'm the one who is always told, being told to concentrate, I feel like I don't listen to anything I'm saying. And you know, the mother said, "I." So my point is, even my mom. Sometimes when I finally tell my mom something, she's like, Psh. like, are you serious? You think like I hadn't noticed that something was up or something. See, so this is some Nigerian. Chances and, are your and, parents. And, and, Nigerian parents have disowned people for less. So this is not going to be a willy-nilly where you go sit to them and you think it's going to be yay. Well, no, no. It, 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 it might be rough sledding ahead. And I'm going to take your hesitation for this is also because it might be rough like I said, people's parents have disowned them for less. See the guy we talked about, Lao Lu, that's doing well. Because the guy's transition from from um from art, from law to art, it became a big brahaha that that pretty much almost disowned him, if not because he now became successful. Yeah, and that's it from us. If you're not following us on social media, do it's good bad gang everywhere. We're on Facebook, Twitter instagram follow us on soundcloud and also subscribe on itunes let us know what you think comment and just you know hit us up if you have anything that you want to ask us or anything you want to talk to us so spread good vibes this week and see you guys next week your man did a love you real good in a bed And you know that's a really good vibe And him I give you full satisfaction, my girl Then you know that's a really good vibe